Hey people, it's Leanne and I am back and I am ready to share the story of me as a ghost. Ooh, okay, just kidding. It was the time that I ghosted somebody. I'm not proud of this, um, but I have ghosted someone. It was not one of my finer moments, but I learned a lot. Um, and so I thought that I would just share my story about how I ghosted somebody so you don't have to. Just kidding. But seriously, like we need to end this like theme and this like culture of ghosting in the dating culture of 2019. Like, can we just please ban ghosting? It's not fun for anybody. It makes nobody feel good. And I think it just continues to like further perpetuate the divide that we all have as humans um, in terms of like the connection that we share. We feel farther away from each other more now more than ever. There's severe loneliness and severe depression and anxiety because of like the ways that we're just not connecting on a human level. And I just feel like ghosting is like takes it to another, <laughs> another like whole place. So I wanted to share my story of how I ghosted someone and I hope that it would encourage you, if you've ever been ghosted, um, to hear from the perspective of somebody who's ghosted someone. And if you have ever ghosted someone, that you would potentially learn to own up to your mistakes like I tried to do. So without further ado, here is the time that I, Leanne, ghosted someone. So first of all, I realize that not everybody knows what ghosting is, especially if you haven't like been in the dating realm in like the last decade or so. It's definitely a newer term. So I thought what I would do is look up the definition of ghosting. And I looked it up on Google like on my phone and literally it says ghosting. Noun, the appearance of a ghost or secondary image on a television or other display screen. So that's one version of ghosting. That sounds actually better than actual ghosting and dating. But basically the second definition is the practice of ending a personal relationship with someone by suddenly and without explanation withdrawing from all communication. And there's like, you know how they have like sentences on underneath the definition this one says I thought ghosting was a horrible dating habit reserved for casual flings yeah ghosting so ghosting basically layman's terms is when you are talking to a person usually like it could be on a dating app or it just could be when you're meeting someone in person for the first time or just starting communication with someone and then after maybe talking for a while you or they decide that they no longer want to talk to you so they just stop and cease all communication leaving you the ghosted confused baffled bewildered and hurt i guess i should start by saying that i am not a stranger to dating apps I've been on a few different apps. There's so many out there, so it's like really easy to 
find new apps and they're always making new ones and coming up with this is the best algorithm app whatever so there's a bunch of apps to try out and I've definitely used my fair share of them and this particular story happened to start because of dating app so I was on a dating app it was last spring and I started talking to a guy and he seemed cool. He was very into theater and music and just really into arts, which if you know me, I love art. I love theater. I love music. And it was the, it was a great, I mean, we had a great conversation, like starting when we started our conversation on the messaging thing. And it was a good conversation. We talked about Hamilton. We talked about our favorite like bands and stuff like that. And so it was pretty easy conversation. And generally, like when you're on a dating app, hopefully you'll talk to a person for a few, maybe days. It may, might be just one day. It depends on what your preference is. And then eventually, hopefully one of you will ask the other out. And then you'll actually meet up. So this was the case for me and this guy. So we ended up setting a date to go to lunch and we went to this. So he suggested this place, a pizza place. And I love pizza. So it was like props to him for choosing a pizza place, first of all, because any kind of pizza in any kind of way is amazing to me, except for anchovies and mushrooms. That's neither here nor there. So I love pizza. It was a great choice for him on his part. And that was first, you know, just brownie points. So we meet up and we go to the pizza place. I think it's Your Pie. Anyway, I'm just obsessed with pizza. It's fine. So I think it's called Your Pie. We went to Your Pie for lunch and we met up and he was really nice. And he, you know, introduced himself and I introduced myself and... It wasn't like one of those like you don't look anything like your profile picture kind of moments. It was it was just a genuine like, hey, good to meet you. <laughs> and he also paid for my meal, which was really nice and really kind and super gentlemanlike. So that was also really great and I appreciated that. And so we got our meal, we sat down, we were sitting by a window. It was like a nice sunny day and it was just a good time. We basically just talked about like his interests and what he does. And also what I really appreciated about him was that he not only was able to communicate about himself, but he asked a lot about me too. And sometimes I don't know if anyone else who's in the dating world, if you're on a date with somebody, especially, not especially guys, but in my, cause I'm coming from the experience of dating guys is sometimes it's really hard to get them to just come out of their shell and be like, just to be communicative. I don't know. Just someone who asks questions, who's curious, who's not like just closed up and not interested, if that makes sense. So what I appreciated about him was that he was very curious about who I was. And I also love to talk and talk to people and sometimes I talked at people more than I should but I also love to ask questions about other people especially like when you're dating like you want to get to know this person that's why you're there to see like who are you I I heard about I I've read your text messages but I know nothing about you 
in person. So it's just a new level so of communicating. And basically the date went fine. It was good. We had some some laughs. We talked about some things and it was good. I also so after the date. So after the date, well after pizza, I have to also add this in is that he bought me ice cream, which was really awesome and also brownie points because I love ice cream, any flavor, except for garlic. And they do have garlic flavored ice cream. I've never tried it, but I can probably assure you that I don't like it. So he got me ice cream, and that was really nice. And we chatted for a little bit longer. And then we ended the date, and he walked me to my car. And I think we might have hugged. And yeah, I was on my way, and I left. And I text him when I got home saying, hey, thanks so much for meeting up. It was really great to meet you and and just get to know you a little bit better. And he said that he enjoyed meeting me as well and it was nice to fi- like meet to face-to-face and just chat for a bit. And yeah, that was like, I think that was the same day or the next day. And then the following day after that exchange... He texts me and said, hey, I was listening to Hamilton and I thought of you. And immediately these little alarms just went off in my brain and they were like, no, no. (laughs) And it wasn't even like, no, like danger. It was just like, I don't really see this going anywhere romantically. I just didn't really feel an attraction to him and let me preface this also by saying this was last spring and it might be hard to believe but I have definitely grown since then in terms of understanding how to date better and that one meeting with one person doesn't mean that that's exactly who they are and that we should always give people chances especially in dating because for myself personally I'm very quick to say, okay, it wasn't, he didn't meet these qualifications or he wasn't this way. So it's just never going to work out in the future at all. And so very much all or nothing kind of mentality when I, when I was dating last year. So let me just preface it by saying that. So here I was just had this message in my, on my phone. I was like, uh, oh, oh no, 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 no. I'm not, I can't, this cannot go on. And so he sent me the message. I read the message and I didn't respond. (laughs) Guys, I didn't respond to this message for two weeks. I know I'm an awful person. Yeah, I luckily at the time, I also didn't have like the red receipts notification thing on for people who are reading texts like they they couldn't see if I've read it because I'm really terrible about like opening a text message reading it and then thinking I responded or reading it and saying oh I'll respond later but just maybe never doing it so now now I, I I've grown as a person I've I said I gr- I've grown and my red receipts are on so anybody who texts me will know that I've read the message and they can hold me accountable and they should and so but for this case it wasn't the case of oh I read it and I'm gonna respond later or oh I read it and I forgot it was really just I read it and I didn't want to respond because I didn't know how to say 
I'm not interested in a romantic relationship with you at this time. So I just didn't respond. I literally did not respond. And yeah, two weeks, 14 days. Maybe it was like closer to like, it was probably like 10 or 11 days, but it felt like forever because I honestly felt really bad about it. So leading up to the day that I actually responded, so the days that followed his text message and my silence, I was met with a lot of just guilt and conviction about it because, well, okay, so here's what I think about ghosting. And so the two things that came up for me during this, like, process of mulling it over my brain, consistently, like, thinking about, oh, no, like, this guy, like, I haven't responded, what is wrong with me, was, one, I was convicted by the Holy Spirit, and basically the Holy Spirit was convicting me because God knows that I want to be, like, something that's important to me is being a human with integrity, being a person of integrity, and being able to be someone who people can look at and say, hey, like, she makes mistakes, and she'll probably make a lot more. But I know that when the time comes that she'll own up to it, and she will do the right thing. To me, that's what integrity means. And it means that people will expect more of me when it comes to doing the right thing. And I think as a believer, that's really important, because I think we're held to that standard of of having integrity, of being honest with others and and not giving into fear of what might happen or what won't happen or all of these things that we might be afraid of in terms of like having integrity and being honest with people. So the Holy Spirit convicted me and I I just couldn't understand like why am I feeling so guilty about this? It's just a guy. Like he doesn't care. I'd met him one time, it's not that big of a deal, you know, and just thinking like he's fine. He, he, yeah, maybe he has some interest, but he'll move on, which is true, of course. If you don't, people aren't going to hang around forever if you show no interest, and rightly so, um, especially in the case of ghosting. And I think for me, like what came up was the Holy Spirit's conviction, and also just realizing that it's so interesting because I feel like in this world, of dating in 2019, this culture that we have, it's very much, there's already kind of a lack of connection in our society right now with the advancement of technology and Netflix and (laughs) all of those great things that we love, but also kind of detract from this connection that we share as human beings. Also, I'm sure everyone has noticed that when we're online, it's so much easier for people to like leave a mean comment like on someone's post, their Facebook, their Instagram, their Twitter. It is trolls are real and they exist in the form of internet trolls. And people are so brave to do things online that they would never do in person. And like nobody would just come up to someone and well, I mean, actually, I don't know, people are kind of mean sometimes, but the things that you see online, people wouldn't generally just come up to you and say that to your face. And the same is true for ghosting. I feel like there's this, 
we lose this we lose the humanity of the person on the other side of the phone so sometimes ghosting can happen during a a text only kind of relationship if you're you've only ever texted or messaged and you haven't actually met up and then you think things are going well and you're talking and having a good time and then one day you ask a question or you say something that reminds you of the conversation that you had before and they never respond back or they unmatch you and you just are left wondering what happened and I think a lot of what ghosting is for me personally what it what it was for me was not not having the understanding that this is a real person with real feelings that even if I don't reciprocate those feelings doesn't mean that I I can treat them however I see fit, you know? Everybody deserves respect and dignity. And I think that sometimes when we ghost people, we forget the humanity of the person that is on the other side of the screen because we just think, oh, they're just a person on the screen. It doesn't matter. This won't matter to them and whatever. And maybe that's true. It might not matter. But it also might. You know, like it could really hurt someone. And I also think about it this way in terms of this conviction piece is that if I am saying that I am God's and I'm a believer and I have this this creator who's created me and everyone that I I know, I don't know, everyone I love and don't yet know, um, with a desire for connection, for community, for relationship, if that's who I say I believe in, yet I'm perpetuating the cycle of losing the humanity of another person am I really being of God or am I being of the world because the world the world will say it's fine to ghost people move on you're fine they'll be okay it's your dating life do what you want to do and yeah like I mean I'm not saying like if a person's treating you badly then sure you don't have to talk to them ever again I'm just saying like if you are dating someone or talking to someone and having a conversation and maybe you're just not interested anymore I, as a believer, am called to not simply go with what the world says in terms of, yeah, it's fine, they'll be okay, moving on. I'm called to a higher standard than that. I'm held to a higher standard, and I should recognize that and and honor that, and in turn, honor the people that I meet and connect with. And this is all going on in my head, like when I'm feeling this guilt and conviction. It's not even guilt, it's conviction, because conviction is of the Holy Spirit, and guilt is not. Um, That's another story for another day. So, one, I was convicted, and then two, speaking of being of the world, I have been ghosted before, and it sucks. Being ghosted is the worst. (laughs) Um, Being ghosted, like I said, leaves you just so confused and so unsure about what's what who you are and who you think the other person is and and it's just it just adds so much confusion to this already really confusing dating world and it does suck it hurts to be ghosted because you think that you're talking to this person having a great conversation and 
maybe you think like the words are flowing and you're having a good time and and then all of a sudden you never hear back from them and it and it hurts because you're just like wait am I not what did I do what did I do wrong like maybe you go on a really nice date and then he's laughing you're laughing you're making jokes he's making jokes and at the end of the night you hug and say hey we should do this again sometime and he says yeah we should and then you part ways and and then you text and say hey I had a really great time and and maybe he'll text back that and then the next day you'll say hey how's it going and you'll bring something up about how you guys talked about ice skating or something whatever and you never hear back and then you're left wondering what did I do (laughs) what didn't I do what what happened is he lost did he get hit by a bus did he move to Antarctica like you just all these questions you just you just like you ask questions but you also kind of make excuses like oh well maybe it's this and there you know and ghosting just sucks it sucks for so many reasons and it's just not a good move and realizing that and recognizing that I was again convicted because it got me to think two things one what kind of person do I want to be in life and in my dating my dating life Do I want to be a person who's kind of flaky and maybe wishy-washy? That type four Enneagram kind of like unhealthy habits? Or do I want to be someone with integrity who is honest about their feelings and cares about the hearts of other people that she encounters? Yeah, that one sounds better, I think. I like that one. (laughs) And also, how would I feel if I was in his situation? Because I've been there. It's not like it's a foreign concept to be like, oh, I've never been ghosted. I don't even know how that would feel. I know how that feels. And why would I want to perpetuate that feeling to someone? So with these two things in mind, as the week unfolded ahead of me, I also reached out to some friends and told them what I did. I said, hey, so I did this thing. And I don't think I did the right thing. Rightly so, my friends ended up telling me what I liked is that they didn't say, none of them said, oh, it's okay, you'll be fine. Just move on. Not one of them. All of them told me, hey, you need to be honest with him. I know it's hard and this is awkward sometimes, but you need to be honest. Ugh. And I know I did. I know I did. And and I was just so, just so afraid to be honest with this guy from the jump that I let it go on for days without any explanation about what was happening in my mind or my heart and just hoping for the best and that just wasn't okay so it took a few more days after my friends talked some sense into me and the holy spirit pounded some sense into me and i decided one day that i was going to text him back it was hard because i felt like 
I'd waited so long that I just felt like he was going to be just either annoyed and just like, who is this? Why are you texting me this soliloquy or this like long novel about your apology? Like, I don't care. Or I would just be left on red <laughs> like I left him. And I don't know which one of the, would have been worse, honest, worse, honestly. But um, I just had to text him. I just text him. I said, I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to text him. And I'm going to be honest and open with my feelings. I'm just going to tell him because he deserves to know. And if this was was me, I would want to know. So one morning I woke up and I texted him. I said, hey, I'm really sorry for not responding for so long. I didn't mean to ghost you. And I really said ghost. I really said that. I honestly didn't really know how to tell you this, but I don't know if I see this going anywhere in terms of a romantic relationship, but I definitely would want to pursue friendship with you. And then I sent it. That's it. I wrote the message and I sent it and I breathed a huge sigh of relief because I sent it and I did the thing that was hard. I shared my feelings and I didn't die. (laughs) And I felt great afterwards and literally five or ten minutes later, he responded to my surprise, to my pleasant surprise and my honestly shock. I didn't think he would even know who I was or even care to respond, but he did. And he said, hey, Leanne, thanks so much for getting back to me and just being honest. I appreciate your openness and being real with me. I understand and I appreciate it. I would definitely be cool with being your friend. And also, if you have any spots in Atlanta that you want to go to, let me know and I'll let you know how what I think of them. Because during our first date, we talked about how I was new to the Georgia, just Georgia, the state. And he'd been in Atlanta for a while and he actually did shows in Atlanta in terms of musical productions and theater work. So he knows about Atlanta and he was just super chill and he said if I needed any recommendations just to ask him and I did and that was it that was it it was that simple and this situation made me realize just how much I could have lost if I didn't reach back out to him and what that was was just the chance to get to know somebody who was really cool who liked a lot of things that I really liked. Theater, music, pizza, ice cream, and how that could have been lost if I hadn't reached back out and said, hey, I'm really sorry. And I don't, it doesn't mean that something will come out of it. Like, I'm not saying anybody who's ever ghosted someone and then apologized for it will get the same response back because everybody's different. Everybody has their own tolerance for 
pain and hurt and some people's are higher and some people's are lower so we can't expect the same reaction but I think it just goes to show just what we miss out on if we don't really seek that connection and also in connection reconciliation with people and how we can't be afraid to be honest with people and open about how we feel because a it wastes people's time and b it just ends up hurting people and I think a lot of things that we as a culture as people in the dating culture a lot of things that we do that hurt others is tends to come from a place of fear a fear of vulnerability a fear of losing yourself a fear of all of these things and yeah those are like really scary things but I think if we want to be successful in the dating world for me personally those are two things I have to work on is vulnerability and and understanding that just because I'm dating doesn't mean that I'll lose my sense of self so I just think we have to take a look at ourselves those of us who are dating those of us who are even not dating maybe just trying to cultivate community in your life and see the areas like that we are just afraid to embrace and afraid to confront and really just dive into them. It's uncomfortable. It can be really awkward and can be embarrassing. But what's life without a little bit of embarrassment? Plus, whenever you get called on to do an icebreaker about tell me your most embarrassing moment, you'll have something to say. I know I always don't have anything to say. So anyway, that's the story of the time I ghosted someone. And this is what I learned. And I, I hope that if you've ever been ghosted, I'm first of all, really sorry that that happened. Because that sucks. And I definitely understand that it sucks. And secondly, if you have ever been the ghost, I hope that this was helpful for you too, in terms of Maybe understanding a little bit more about why you might have ghosted or just maybe having you rethink about ghosting the next time. (laughs) I don't know. I just hope it was encouraging for anyone who's been ghosted or who has been a ghost and just know that I think it comes down to just recognizing the humanity of others. And I think once we start to see dating and just making connections with others in that way, I think we might see some really good change. Hey y'all, thanks for sticking with me through that story. I really hope it was something that was helpful for anyone who's either in the dating world right now or if you've been out of it for decades, I hope that that gives you a little bit of insight into what the people who are single and looking are dealing with on a regular basis. I also wanted to share something that I heard recently that was really cool and something I am thinking about as I continue to dive into the world of of dating in 2019. And something I've heard was that we should as people leave others better than how we found them. And I love that sentiment. I love the idea that when we encounter someone, whether it's dating, whether it's just in a community that we want to be a part of, 
we we leave them better in terms of we're not leaving more damage we're not causing more damage to them than what they've already come in with I always think of people as like bumper cars and like the world is like this carnival ride bumper car ride and how we are the bumper cars <laughs> and bumper cars generally are pretty dinged up pretty well because people are bumping into each other so I just think of people as like bumper cars and they have scratches or they're missing a door handle or their antenna is a little bit bent or their steering wheel has some nicks and cracks in it you know just all these little things that um cause us to be less than pristine and less than completely perfect and unscathed by the bumps of life and I just think of people that way and and how I don't want to be someone who continuously or further perpetuates any more damage to someone else's life and when I thought of the story about ghosting that is kind of what came up for me is that I that guy that I went out with I I didn't want to be someone who caused any more damage than necessary you know like I would rather leave him knowing that he's a person of 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 value and worth and and that I think ghosting people can for me what it feels like a lot of the times when people when people do ghost me whether it's just talking or maybe I've met them in person it does leave me with a sense of like feeling a little bit like devalued and and disposable and so when I think of the ghosting that I have done in my past and that was one story and I'm not proud to say that I have ghosted people from just texting or or like messaging on apps because I just was afraid or just didn't share their attraction or wasn't this like it wasn't reciprocal and just how how damaging that can be to someone's self-esteem to their just their spirit you know because maybe they're like really looking forward to getting to know you better but you just completely cut off all chances for them to without really having much of a reason other than the fact that you're not interested in them romantically but okay what about having a friend you know there's nothing wrong with that and basically what I'm trying to say is if we want to change our culture and we want to show people that they're loved and cared for we have to really practically do that by being upfront and honest and not being afraid to share how we're feeling and just not beat around the bush and just honestly be real with people. Authenticity takes work. It takes time. Vulnerability is hard and scary. But it's so worth it. Because instead of leaving a bunch of people who are already kind of downtrodden by this dating system that we're a part of, what if we just showed people their inherent worth and value by actually valuing them and telling them the truth, which shows that they are someone who is worthy of the truth and someone who deserves better. And so I hope that from that experience, that was like the first time I've ever confronted somebody that I've ghosted 
and I thought it was a huge turning point for me and I'm still learning from that experience but I really hope that from that experience that he was able to see that I I did value his feelings and it took me a while to get there but that ultimately God values his feelings and his heart and so because he does I should too and that's really it (laughs) I'd love to hear your thoughts um if you've been ghosted before if you have ghosted someone if you've ever reconciled with the person that you've ghosted with or ghosted from I don't know if you've ever reconciled with someone who's ghosted you or vice versa how did that turn out or what thoughts do you have about ghosting honestly just share with me your thoughts because ghosting is really annoying and it's it's definitely painful so I get it if you are if you need some time to like really think about it but thanks for listening and I definitely hope to share more of my dating escapades with you all and I really hope this was an encouraging episode and thanks for tuning in and I will be back with another episode of Honestly Same soon and thank you for sticking in there with me and for supporting and listening and yeah love you guys thanks